Adversity is everywhere. Life is filled with adversity. Life don't happen to you, it happens for you. Life owes you nothing, but one thing that life gives you is experience. Experience builds character. Adversity builds character. Lack of adversity means lack of character because money cannot build character. Sold out service, and you know we've been working. We serving, we earning. The watches, it's hurting. Big heart, but it started with Chris. Seen a lot when it comes to this business. Don't serve, don't earn. They got to shift keys to be a capitalist. What's going on, guys? We are live here tonight, man, here with my man Braxton Green here. Yes, and, uh, sir. We actually connected at an event, right? We had an event. Uh, don't even be hanging, bro. Don't even be hanging, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to lie. I froze. I froze for a second. I ain't, I ain't really know how to uh, flow with it. We met at an event uh, we had at, at my office. Well, I think it was a Mimosas and Money event. And we're talking about money and finances. And we connected after. And we had discussions of briefly about just generational curses when it comes around wealth, money, finances, mindset in our communities. And uh, I know Trey had linked me up with you later on and said, man, you were like, nah, SME, a subject matter expert on that, but it's something you're very passionate about. It's crazy about it for me, too, is that I'm somebody who's always talked about generational wealth and building wealth, the Southern Earn platform, the challenge is all about us serving others, right? And so I thought it made sense for us to come together, man, had to have a conversation. There's no real planned questions here, man. We're going to talk just off topic, on topic about building wealth in our community. Where he comes from, Braxton's from Southeast D.C., not the best community to grow up in the DMV area. Uh, I'm from Compton, California, so we, we'll probably have some similarities there, man. And we'll go from there, brother. Cool. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. So, yes, sir. I appreciate the, you yeah. know, the smooth introduction and whatnot. So as he said, man, my name is Braxton Green. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a podcast, The Unknown Minds Podcast. And like he said earlier, we, we linked up. We met up at the event, the Money and Mimosas event. Yeah. Homie what, over here. What's the podcast, man? Give, give him the podcast. What, the Unknown Minds Podcast. I don't know which camera I got to look at. Yeah, right, you get right You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, the Unknown Minds Podcast. The T H E Unknown U N K N O W N Minds M I N D S Podcast. P O D C A S T. You already know. So, what's the basis of the podcast, man? What's the subject? What are you talking about? If I'm somebody going to that podcast, what can I expect? to get into the content, the, 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 the topics, the videos? So, you know, at the beginning, it varied for me at the beginning, but my general basis of making the podcast is for self-development and self-improvement. Okay. Majority of the time. Because it's like, you can't get where you need to be unless you improve self. Yep. Right? You need to know who you are. You need to know what you want. You need to know what what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's like we, it's just like a lot of us people, we go through emotional experiences without really knowing self. And how society is pretty much raised, we have like social media, like TikTok, Instagram, and all these other things within that spectrum that takes people away from them really learning themselves. Yep. And that's why I, I, I really prize this a lot because I got exposed to this when the time when I got into a stock group, I paid to be in a stock group, and I took a gamble. I wasn't sure really where this was going to get. So I'm thinking like, so stock group, like a group where you guys are learning how to invest. Yeah, you learn how to invest. Yeah, I guess you could say it's almost like, oh, it's, well, I could say it's, it's similar to Forex. Okay, yeah. So it was doing it off of MetaTrader 4, and yeah. they were just telling people, man, when you go into, the, it was like every morning they have, uh, they have uh, more rising, rising mornings and uh, nightly routine. Okay. So there was routines they did on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So they go on, they, they go early in the morning, have like a little motivational thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then they have like uh, a meeting at nine o'clock discussing things with Charles of what they expect the market to go, some just some clear pointers on a regular basis of what you should do That's with cool. going on to the market. So 
that just became a repetitive thing for me as they say, you know, they take 21 days to make a habit. But for me, for me personally, yeah. I ain't even going to jot keys because I listen to 19 keys. But I'm going to go ahead and say what he said. The, 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 to, to build a habit is the day you start and the day you don't stop. Mm. So it's like, as soon as that day you start doing that habit, yeah. you, it's a habit. As soon as, soon as you start doing it, the day you stop is when yeah. you stop a habit. Yeah. So the habit doesn't necessarily be kicked into you in 21 days. The yeah. day you start and the day you don't stop. That's yeah. a, that's we you start. You yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. When you build a habit. Yep. So, but for me, like, I love the energy with the people that I was around. It was around like entrepreneurs, yeah. like minded individuals, yeah. man. They prize like self-development, spiritual man. development. Yeah. And people don't know, but really behind like the cases of success and financial building has come with the spiritual aspect of it. Yeah, I agree. I right? Agree. So yeah. if you aren't building yourself spiritually, how are you supposed to attract the money or whatever things you want to manifest in your life? I feel like it's, those ones are crazy. Things. Back to, well, I found with the most successful people I've been around, people who are doing well financially, they've always had a good a good grip on all facets of their health, right? Not just the not just the financial health. Physical, like they were to eating, eating right, staying in shape, going for walks, jogging. And spiritual was there too in most cases. Maybe because, like you said, I, I, I think, I think we learned in school back in the day that the, the health triangle, whatever it's called, you got your mental, physical, right. and your spiritual, yeah. right? I think so many people just focus on one one facet of health. It's not just it's not just physical health, right? It's, it's mental, it's spiritual. I believe financial should be out there too, man. So definitely. So, I mean, so you're from Southeast D.C., um, and tell us, like, because I'm from, I'm from California, man. I'm from the West Coast. I've been out here for about two and a West half years. Now, right? I, I'm going to tell you a quick story about South BDC, man. I'm, I'm, you can be the real about it, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I work in finances, right? I have a client appointment in Southeast DC. I don't know what that means. I said, I'm going, going to Southeast, right? I'm, going, I'm, I'm driving there too, right? So, I'm, going to, I'm thinking DC is DC. I heard some hoods in DC, but I'm, I grew up in some hoods. So, I pull up. When you from the hood, real recognize real, right? So I'm pulling up, I'm like, okay, some goons outside, 2 p.m. Yeah, I was just chilling. All right, you know, you see, you see some certain cats outside chilling, like, okay, let, let me- 2 p.m., let me, you tripping. Yeah, right. 2 p.m., yeah. off the late night. <laughs> so I, I park my car, I look up, I'm like, okay, man, I, I can't just, I'm wearing a suit and tie, man. So I, you know, I'm buttoning my tie out, man, throw my tie in the back, man, throw my jacket off, roll my sleeves up, you know, walk out the car. Backpack with a different lane. Like I, I, I got belong here. Now, I ain't no tourist, man. I'm, I'm running spots, right? So I'm walking. My walk got a little extra lane in it, and, and I, I see him. And I acknowledge him first. So y'all good? Y'all good? You know we good, we good. And I'm, I'm pushing right, cause I, there's, there's, but 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 it was the hood. It was the hood. It was the hood. I'm like this is the hood. This is this is this is DC right here, man. You know you, you recognize real man. So Southeast, man. Since then people have told me, Chris, don't go to Southeast. Uh, you don't want to be in Southeast at night. Man, how was it growing up in Southeast D.C.? Well, I'll be honest with you, man. Growing up in Southeast of D.C., I mean, my parents, you know, especially my grandmother, they, they did a good job of staying me, staying, keeping me away from the streets. Mm -hmm. And it's just that it's always, I believe that everyone who grew up in a poverty-like environment, I think just anyone in general, they always had that intuitive side. That's like, we build with intuition, right? And we always know what's right and what's wrong. Just yeah. do, it's like to a deep spiritual extent. We yeah. know what's right and what's wrong, right? Yeah. So living living in South Southeast DC, I mean it was it was cool, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't really like out there, really out there. Like yeah, of course, of I'm course. not out there slinging no drugs. No, no, you, 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 know what you, you, you said your parents kept you, your grandparents yeah, yeah, kept, kept you. Yeah, yeah they I kept me. The same boat. Cass was out there selling drugs and kind of thing, out there banging Crips and Bloods. I, I never banged. I grew up in it. 
I'm right, in the jungle, right. right? But I wasn't participating in jungle activities. <laughs> right, yeah. So I never really interfered with any of those things because I knew that wasn't me. How the way I was raised in that household and that environment. And don't get me wrong, I love my family to love my family to death, but every family has its deficiencies. Absolutely. Like every <clears throat> every family has its deficiencies. And sometimes when you're living in that type of family, you gotta learn to work with those deficiencies mm -hmm. and how to maneuver around those deficiencies. And it's, at times, it's really not their fault that it was built within them. All, all they were were they were taught something that was taught with them before them. Like, if your parents taught you one thing, right? If they were taught one thing, okay, they parents parents teach them a thing which yep. they teaching you, yep, yep, yep. right? And environment is just as strong as nature. So yep. you stay in that environment, you adapt to what's in that 100%, environment. One hundred percent. Right. So because environment is is, is energy, right? Yep. What is energy? People. Yep. What do people generate? Energy. Yep. So what creates a negative environment is people. People. Yeah, but, but so you said something real key. And you said it like so smoothly. You said that you have a deep-rooted spiritual sense to know what's wrong, what, what between wrong and right. And, and so I'm going to go back to it because we're talking about generational wealth and decisions we make in our communities. Yes, sir. And so someone like you, someone like me, we've made decisions. Like our parents did the best they can, but you, I'm pretty sure you had plenty of opportunities to go a, go a different route so. and do illicit things and get some fast money and choose a, a different path for life or crime if you wanted to, right? It was accessible to you, it was there. But you didn't take it. Same thing with me. I could have easily said, hey, I want to I bang now. I want to I I be a crip. The guys in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the block, I looked up to guys like suicide, these guys I would hang out with, man, like, they, was, they were like heroes at the park, right? But I, I knew, I knew, like oh, you just not, know, like I, that's not what God wants for me, man. I just that's not what I'm not taking that path. And some people they go into this state of mind believing that you know when you're a child you do absorb everything that's yeah. around you, of course, because like a child is just a cup that's waiting to be filled. Yep. So when you're in, in that type of environment, of course, you're going to be bred at a certain way because you lived in that environment. That's a hundred percent. But however, I believe that. To a deep spiritual, to a deep spiritual intent, God gave us the ability to sense what is right and what is wrong. Yep. And kids are more intertwined with that intuition because yep. they aren't programmed by the world. Yep. So as you tend to be more molded by the world, that intuition tends to leave you because oh, now yeah. you're trying to fit into a society where you don't fit in. Yeah. Because you're trying to be like everyone else. Yep. You're trying to act yep. like everyone else. Yep. And I don't knock people from going to school, but I believe that it's best to learn a skill. Yeah. Right, we talk about the ten thousand hour rule. It takes ten thousand hours to fully develop a skill. Yeah. Right, from four to eight, what skill have you learned? Like between that, because think about high school and just school in general. That's an accumulation of twelve years. Yeah. What efficient skill have you learned within that twelve years that you can really apply in the real world besides reading the mathematics? Yeah. Because because we ain't talking about. They probably might teach kids physics, and physics isn't yeah, something, yeah, you know what I'm saying, it's gonna yeah. be applied in the real world. <coughs> yep. You got multiplication, multiplication, division, subtraction, the basic concepts of math. Mm -hmm. But what, what is a real worldly, what is, what is something that education can teach you that can put you in a better predicament in your life? Because think about it this way. Look into the history of, of education. Mm -hmm. I might have said this in the podcast before. John D. Rockefeller in 1903 yeah. had uh, put down, I think, what, three billion on, on the educational market because he wanted more workers, workers. than it is oh, thinkers. It, it was law manipulation, man. The way he, the way the systems, man, was set up for school. Like, if you think about schools, the, 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 the bells ringing, going to class, doing it's this a factory. Shit, they were trained to become factory workers. 
Andrew Carnegie invested into it also. Carnegie and Rockefeller, they, they both were like in big industrious, and yes, billion, billion dollar uh, guys in America helped build the economy, but school was designed for us to become factory workers. 100% fast. I had one of my homies, he, he, literally, he literally went to my DM and gave me a long like paragraph like, yo, and he was like, yo, even the guy that you, you know what I'm saying, I ain't going, because we, we ain't here to throw people under the bus, whatever yeah. the case may be. But long story short, I, I don't, it's that the, the purpose of compassion is understanding that you don't understand, yep. right? And understanding that people don't understand. Yeah, yep. This is when you don't hold anyone else to the expectations of them being like yourself. No, because yep. the same, because people use time differently. And when you use time to get information, you elevating a level of consciousness that you never tapped into. Yep. Yep. So the minute you level, the minute you lock into that level of consciousness, you need a new support group. Yep. Yep. Each level of consciousness need a different support group, a different environment. Now, some people in some cases can't change their environment, but what the one thing you have to guard, if you can't change your physical environment, change your mental environment. Yep. What are you paying attention to? You your your intentions have to be aligned with your attention. Yep. What you're paying attention to has to be aligned with your intention. So if the things that I'm looking at, does this provide me any value to what I want to become? Yep. Like social media is one of the biggest consumers in this world right now, yep. besides food, because of People need to change their relationship with food, yeah. right? Yeah. And when we look at Instagram, a lot of times we get into that stage where we know we got to do something at that particular moment, but the fact that we want to get our mind up, mind off of it, we'll scroll through media for hours and don't yeah. even realize exactly, it. Exactly, man. Yep. And time yeah. is a currency that cannot be exchanged. You can't buy time. Yep. But the most beautiful thing about time is that when you missed out on so much time and the moment you live... The, the minute you live in the present moment, you already caught up with time. Yep, yep. That's the beautiful yep. thing about it. Man, so, so getting back to generational wealth, right, man? So generational wealth, like that, that topic, right, man? It's, it's a very, very, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hot topic in the black community, the, the generational wealth gap. Uh, it's a, but it's a, it's a topic people use a lot and throw around, but I don't truly understand. And so what is generational wealth to you? Generational wealth to me is not only the physical money but the information mm -hmm. the because think about from a from a standpoint from a rich rich man and a wealthy man mm -hmm. right a rich man know how to get quick money the wealth man know how to get long money mm -hmm. so if the rich man got robbed of his money and he doesn't have information he doesn't know how to become rich again the wealthy man if he if he gets robbed yeah. he has the information the resources the assets to regain that wealth again 100 percent. so and it's a lot of people that gets into this concept of for one lottery is a scam mm -hmm. yeah. lottery is a scam bro yeah. like yeah. a lot of people spends they don't know how much money you're literally going in a week of trying to get a quick fix yeah that's a quick fix bro like well, I mean, the minute you yeah. hit that people don't want to build. oh man i yeah. gotta yeah. go ahead and give yeah. me and then yeah. you win something then yeah. you get that exhilaration like oh man maybe i could win that's man that's how the that's how the uh the MGM work. Yeah. Yo, I went up to the MGM one time. I, I experienced the same scenario, yo. And I, man, I got me some good money, boy. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, I went crazy. Oh, yeah, MGM, the casino, Yeah, right? man, I went, up, I went up to the casino, man. I, I put some, me and my homie, we put some bread on it. We we, we, we on a uh, jackpot joint. We doing, we doing a little <laughs> jackpot joint together. He was like, yo, we about to make millions. We about to make millions. Then we made some dollars. And then we went back to the machine again. 
and then we lost it. Lost it. But once again, we had that urge to want to do it again. Yeah. But the only thing we realize is that we're losing more money than we're spending. Yeah. Like we're losing more than gaining. That's crazy you said that, man. The yeah. number one thing people have to realize to the deepest extent, when you buy assets, regardless whether you like it or not, assets gain you money. Yep. When you buy liabilities, liabilities take your money. Yeah. House is not a uh, not an asset. It's a liability because yep. it takes your money. Yep. Yep. Assets. But, but, but a realtor won't take that. Yo, yeah. Oh, nah. They ain't going. Because the thing is, they want to put you in this constitution, like, like this type of system. Yeah. Whereas, once again, U.S. is a business. They make money off of people who cannot take care of themselves because of lack of information and consciousness about the financial industry. Yep. People won't even tell you about how, like, the way these banks, they operate. You have 30000 in the bank, and they operate off of fractional banking. So what fractional banking is, is that they, if you go to the bank and ask for $30,000, they are going to tell you no because they can't give it yeah. to you because they took your money, they and they, they spend they that on loans. Ten times out what you're giving you. Yeah. They flipping on loans. They flipping it on on, on other assets, life insurance, start marketing. Yeah. They don't tell you these things. But the fact of the matter is, the real purpose of financial literacy is using the methods of U.S. for your own benefit. Yep. Robert Kiyosaki said it the best. Rich, lazy people use their own money. So most businesses, they go in debt. A business that has no debt is a business that will go out of business. Yeah. Yeah. Because most businesses have debt. Right? The reason why they went in debt because they used leverage money that was not there. They used the, they leveraged that money to yeah. generate more money. Yeah. And what how money works is the same thing as everything but, is. That's what he says. I'm going to cut you off. They leverage money to make money. I think consumers leverage leverage debt to to, to, to consume things. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You need a credit card and go buy go buy some Yeezys. Go get a credit card and go to Nordstrom's and buy some buy some off white. Off-white shirt. They're using using money to buy to consume the wrong things, and I think the a business owner uses money to expand. Even like even I look at my business. Right? I look at my my last three four years of my life in business. How we come to the East Coast, we've grown and expand. Man, I'm doubling down on investing back in me. I'm leveraging credit to to, to to open up offices. I'm leveraging credit to buy furniture. I'm leveraging credit to build a business. It's a it's an asset. But at the end of the day, I think generational wealth. Getting back to that topic, generational wealth. How do we? So how do we? How do we even talk about starting to bridge a gap of generational wealth? It sounds to like you, it's just saying that it's information. It's always information, and the one thing people lack is information. This is the reason why they don't know because they don't try to do the research. And I think it's the biggest factor of that is that because it's so easily accessible, they don't value it. But would you would you say that because as a people we've been put into a position where? Because the, 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 I, I agree with what you're saying, but some people may say, man, it's the, it's the institutions and system in America is, is stopping us from becoming wealthy. That can, play, that can play a factor in it. That can play a factor in it. A huge factor, actually. Yeah. The system can do that. But think about how many people that were in that system and able to make it out the system. So that's... I can't, I can't act like I don't have empathy for that, but... You can't, look, you can't blame others for a position that you can change. That's a, that's a, that's a touchy, touchy topic, man, because, you know, I, I, I agree with you, right? My pet McCallie, those advocate, those advocate. Yeah. So, so I'm a black man in America. My ancestors were, uh, were, were, were slaves, bought here from the transatlantic slave trade. Um, Jimmy, my, my, my counterpart here, 
He's a Caucasian white kid. Grew up, grew up with him. Okay, cool. Jimmy's grandfathers, great grandfathers, great great grandfathers had an opportunity to build wealth, pass down wealth, make money for generations. We we've been free for three generations. Is that fair? Like so 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 Jimmy's grandkids coming down to, to where we are now, twenty first century. Is it a fair level playing field between Jimmy and myself? Nah, it's, it's really, I get what you're saying. It's not, but you can be the start of it. Yeah, he says, so it's not a fellow. See, see, I, yeah, I, yeah, like I get, I get what you're saying. It, you know what it's like, I'm like, but yeah, but like, like for me, like I, I have parents. I didn't grow up around wealth, but I can't blame them because they wasn't accessible to the information I'm accessible to now. So I can't be. But, I can't blame. But, but did your parents make choices? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That. Okay, you're right, you're right. 100% right. I, I, agree, I agree with that, yeah, because it's like your choices fund your lifestyle. Yeah, but I mean, you, I, I, so I, I've got three kids, right? I got a, I got a seven year old daughter, a five year old son, and a three week old son. He's brand new, he's fresh, right? And I'm looking at my kids, and I know that I, the decisions I make are going to have a direct impact on the platform they have in life. So, so, I, so I do agree that, I do feel that, okay, cool, for them, I can give them a head start, or I can sell them back a little bit. I can I can set them up and give them a head start. Now, if I don't give them a head start, they can still catch up. Work ethic, knowledge, using information, applying it, working, using the, uh, uh, executing on the information they get, one hundred percent. But I, I'm seeing like, man, I can f this thing up. Like, you know what I'm saying, if my kids, or I can set them set them up. It's something I want to touch up on. You really just said to kind of like respond off. For one, you have to have intention. Without intention, you won't have a direction. Yeah, 100%. Right? So, the minute you, because I'm going to be honest with you, I like to say, I like to keep it 100, I like to keep it real 100 and transparent on it, right? For me, it's very hard to build wealth. But the minute you set an intention, you can, you can start that moment at that exact moment, right? And the minute you start, and all long as you remind yourself of that intention, you won't fuck it up. Yeah. You won't. Trust me, because two weeks ago when you hit me up like, yo, you ready to run this podcast? Guess I'm going to be 100. I was negative $300 in my bank account. Mm. And I still had assets and crypto and stocks. And I refused to take it out because I knew my intentions or what I wanted to do with that money. Yeah, yeah. So as long as you have intention, you can't, you, it's, there, it's impossible. It's really impossible. You have, you have an intention for yeah. something. That means every step. Every every choice you make is the intent to make it right. I mean, I I agree, Braxton, one hundred percent. But I think I think that the argument today is this. The argument today is this, and not to get into politics, but it's going to probably go there a little bit. There's a, mm -hmm. there's, a there, there's two sides. Is left is the right. The the left is telling me that as it, I can be all intentional, I can be very intentional, I can work towards what I want to do. But guess what? Worry me, oh man, I need help. Oh yeah. I need a hand up, cause it's not fair. It's not fair. They're saying it's not fair. There was a uh, there was a program. There was a um, a, a a a commercial um, for Camilla Harris, right? And she about 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 make, making things fair. It was a white guy. I wish I was showing the commercial. It was, a, it was a white guy, and he was like on a, on a platform, right, with a black guy. And the black guy's platform went down. It was a mountaintop, mm -hmm. and and the, the black guys down here, white guys out here, they said this is America right now. What the Democrats want to do is. Bring the platform up for blacks and give us a chance to actually compete in this, in this economy. And when I hear that, that is, I say, that is a real quick I thing say, to think about though. I say, huh? Like I had a buddy of mine, right? I, I he called me during like during like during 2020, 
the riots are happening, man, in the pandemic. And, uh, and uh, Black Lives Matter is blowing up, man. People are in the streets. He calls me and says, hey, man, Chris, I, I, he's, he's a white, white guy. He says, man, I, I feel sorry for what's happened to you guys, man. It's not fair. Man, I, I, how can I help? Mm. I was so offended. I was so offended. Wow. How could you help me? And maybe it's my ego, pride. I said, bro, you, I will crush you in life. <laughs> <laughs> Day. Regardless of the color of my skin, the color of your skin, like I know I'm gonna wake up every day, grind, do take care of business. God's got my back. I'm gonna work my ass off. Like I don't care if you're white, black, yellow, brown. I will crush you head to head, man to man. I don't, and, and no, 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 no economy, no government. No one can hold me up except for God myself. That's I believe right. God That's has right. ordained me and given me a purpose in my life that I, I choose the path I'm taking with God's blessings, 100. percent He's like, oh, okay. But he felt for a second that I was like, in, in my, if I had, in the pity, if I would have taken the pity route, I would have said, yeah, man, it's tough out here for a brother, man. We're, we're good, man. Just, just post, post an all black, black screen on your IG, man, and support for us. Don't need your support. That, that's my mindset. And maybe I'm wrong, but, but, but the left is saying, Chris, you need our help. The left is saying, hey, we're going to help you bridge the wealth gap. By, by, by giving you handouts, by giving you money, by giving you a check. And you talked about it earlier, oh, it, was, it was behind the scenes, man, it wasn't a lie about, about your family situation, right? Yeah, about yeah. handouts, about Section A housing, food stamps. I believe those things make us weaker. I, I, believe, I believe they make us weaker. I believe the, the wealthy, you said it's hard to build wealth in America. Yes, but man, that's called what it is, man. If I came from China right now, I came from Ghana right now, I came from Nigeria right now, I came from Paraguay, I came from the DR, all these country people keep coming from the DMV. They come here, and for five years, they own businesses, and they're millionaires. I mean, that's facts. No, so that's facts. all they apply was work ethic and being intentional, yeah, and they're making that's it. facts. Nah, no, that's facts. So why can't we do it? Right, that's facts. Nah, you absolutely, nah, 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 you, that's, that's, a, that's some keys right there. Yeah. That's, that's a whole gem. And to kind of like elaborate off that, it's just the fact that because we live in this society, because we live here, we don't realize what we have. That's like one one of the biggest things because that's why I was as I was referring earlier because it's so accessible. Yeah. It's, it's because we see it so normally. Yeah, it's like yeah, we don't realize the assets. The iPhone is literally your phone is literally can make you money. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can literally like that's how I started yeah. my podcast. Like I knew my phone was an asset, and sometimes you could turn a liability into an asset. Yep. Reason why I say that because I had some Jordans in the crib. Dog, I needed some bread. Like I'm like, man, I need some money. And down looking at my crib, I said, Wait, I got some perfectly nice Jordans and stash up in the, in the closet. And you could literally turn the money of some Jordans in, into an asset mm -hmm. that will give you more value. Yep. And when you understand that, it's like the whole dynamics of everything change how yeah. you look at assets and liabilities. Anything could be an asset determined on the choices how you use it. Yep, 100%. Just like with debt. There is a such thing as good debt and bad debt. Debt is can can favor you in many good ways, but also favor it can favor me in bad ways. 100%. If your intentions with debt is not for growing wealth, 100%. so I have an option, right, to to buy a home for one point one mil. We, we homeowners, the American dream, Chris is an asset, or go and say, hey man, let me commit to a to a to a lease so I can get an office, put a lot of build a business in his office. 
put some agents in his office, do some trainings, build some build build up build up build up uh, an outlet for distribution of insurance with these carriers that I work with. That's an asset. This blows up. This buys me a three point five million dollar house. Mm, There's one key thing you said here. You focused on more of logic than it is emotion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because emotionally it feels better. Emotionally, you be like, man, this I, feel good. I, I, like, my buddy, kids, my wife, you have a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah think yeah, about yeah, how yeah. the way. Just think about how the way the devil works, right? What tastes better? What is good for you? What tastes better and what's good for you? Broccoli or cake? Broccoli is better for you, but cake tastes way better. Right, right. So some of the things that may be good now yeah, will be bad later for you. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. that emotion gives you that short little spam of, oh my God, I, I could just imagine like what I can do with this now. But I'm you're not a, thinking, I'm, you're I'm, not I'm, logically. I'm a homeowner, man. Look yeah, me, you're not thinking dream. logically from the long-term <laughs> perspective of things. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's why they say when you become an investor, you have to learn to control your emotions. Your emotions will be the detriment of how much you will fail or succeed in the markets. That's good. That's good. So the minute you master emotions, you have, in order for you to master emotions, you have to have the mastery of self. The mastery of self is knowing who you are, knowing what's your ups, knowing what's your faults, and puzzling out this thing that we call problems, yeah. right? And there is a such thing as good problems and bad problems. Oh, yeah. Good problems is problems that will benefit you in the long run that, that will provide aid for your intention. Mm -hmm. Bad problems is problems without intention and you're just dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So let's just say Trayshawn, for example, right? He is in videography, photography. That's his passion. Mm -hmm. That's just something you want to do, become a content creator, this, that, and the third. The problems that come with it, he's willing to deal with those problems because it aligns with his intention. Yep. You're, you gain more happiness by solving problems. Yep, yep. Simple. 100%. If it's something you love to do, you'll, you'll make that way to solve that problem because it, you're happy at solving it because it provides yeah. aid to your and intention. That's how you build wealth. That's by, it. By solving problems. You build wealth by solving problems. Stop. So, business owner. Entrepreneurs. The intention, the intention of a business owner is to solve a problem. I literally, we, me and him, we literally chopped up in the car by. I said, look, number one, as, the number one superpower of an entrepreneur is to solve problems. Yep. Yep, yep. Like literally every problem you go across, if you're doing your own business or yourself, you have to figure out, okay, how can I do this and how can I solve this problem yep. without me being emotional and saying, okay, I quit. Yep. Think about the, the two biggest wealth creators or wealth builders in the last two years, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos, what problem did he saw? It's the pandemic. We at home. We need packages. We call it pandemic. Just call it pandemic. The rich got richer, right? 100%. So that happens. Uh, Elon Musk. Um, electric vehicles, electric vehicles, Tesla stock blows up, blows up. He becomes a, I was the word for, I, I don't know the number anymore right now, like, like 250 billion dollars. Crazy price. Crazy, right? Crazy price. Right? Took, he took, took what, 50% of his net worth and bought Twitter with it. <laughs> Crazy, right? But, but they solved the problem. We can't, we can't knock them for it. I think, you know, I don't know if this is going to change the subject of this topic, but I, I think that there's a lot more billionaires and millionaires that aren't known. It's just that we know Elon Musk as a billionaire because it's been publicly stated yeah, him as a billionaire. I yeah. think there's a lot more undercover behind the oh, scenes. Yeah. At, at the billionaire who runs Black Lives Matter? Yeah. <laughs> White guy? Huh. Oh, man. 
Yeah. I, I realize about that too. That, that may go a different route, right? But I'm yeah, saying, yeah, oh, obviously, yeah. 100. The stream ties are being touched. Like, think about, think about this, right? Talking about wealth, right? This, this talk is about the wealth gap. It's all about us building wealth and generational wealth. Mm -hmm. It's understanding money and how money works. Stimulus checks get cut. Stimulus checks get cut. So the stimulus check, hey, we're going to cut stimulus checks for people because people need money, right? Where'd the money go? When we get in the hood, low, 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 low mindset. We get fifteen hundred bucks. What do we do? do? Do we invest it and save it? We spend it with these big corporations and these big companies. We go to Apple. We go to we go to we go to um we go buy things from the store. We go buy Louis bags. Who where's that money flowing up to? It's going to them. It's not staying in the community. It's not. We're not investing. We're not building wealth off of it at all. And so we, we say the stimulus bills. What's uh, you, you call it the bandit because it's called the bandit because the, because all the wealthy business owners and corporations got richer during, during the pandemic. That's true, but also there were millionaires created during the pandemic too. Oh well, one hundred percent. That's why I say call it bandemic because any crisis, any because you could turn uh, you could turn opposition into opportunity. Yep. yep. This is always on your perspective of how you look at opposition, and a lot of people. This this is this is a huge thing, right? A lot of us don't know how to handle adversity because we never we was never taught how to handle adversity. Yeah. We we don't we our parents are shielding us from certain situations that yeah. obviously adversity. I mean, we handle adversity every single day of our lives. You see adversity at your job, you see yeah. adversity with your moms or at home. Adversity is everywhere. Life is filled with adversity. Life, I'ma put it this way. Life don't happen to you, it happens for you. Yeah. Life owes you nothing, but one thing that life gives you is experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Experience builds character. Adversity builds character. Lack of adversity means lack of character because mm -hmm. money cannot yeah. build character. Yeah. Yeah. Money cannot build values. Money cannot build the things that are intangible. Yep. Money just exposes your heart and what you already are. Money, that's all it is. Money just, money just, money just, it just magnifies what who you are. Because if you have a good heart and you, and you have values, morals, principles, and I give, and you have money, what do you normally do with it? Do what your heart, what your heart's desire is. Maybe you're already given to the community. You're already given to a church nonprofit. You're already volunteering your time. If I gave you more resources, you do more of that. Mm. If there's somebody who's de mm. who's deceitful, cunning, you're a liar. You're you're hustling. You're stealing. On low, low on low level, I give you more wealth and money. What do you do with it? You find ways to 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 to, to, to magnify what you're doing and go to the next level of, of, of thievery or as money exposes your heart, man. At the end of the day, so I always tell me, when people have money, let me see what happens. See if I see what. Oh, he changed. He didn't change. He revealed himself. He revealed <laughs> it's himself. crazy when you say that because the number one thing. I'm going to just boil all that out in one, in one sentence. A wise man with money is equals power. A wise man with money equals power. Yeah. Because a wise man who knows how to operate with money can generate the assets and the resources that yeah. he needs yeah. for his people and for the community. Yeah. But Dr. Miles Monroe, one of my favorite pastors, man, passed away two years ago in a tragic accident. He says, uh, he says, give him, man, he says, you want to test a man's character? Give him unlimited access to money, power, and sex and see what he does. Don't even get me started about sex. Give, 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 I'm telling you, you want to touch a man's character. All right, I'm, I'm a man of character. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Give him unlimited access to sex, money, and power, and see what he does. What? <laughs> now, yeah, that's, that's a, a true, bar. That's a true, that's a true test of character right there. That is a true, that's a true yeah, test of character right there. That's facts, because think about it is, 
if you're stupid with money, you're just a stupid man with money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you're dumb and don't have carrots and have money, you're just a dumb man with no carrots and have money. Yeah. And a lot of people, and when we're talking about building generational wealth, it also comes with learning how to build a generational family. Yeah. Yeah. Building the structures of a natural family. Yeah. A masculine man, a feminine woman, oh, man. Yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. kids, yeah, yeah. knowledge. You build that foundation of wealth. But in this generation, is de men are being demasculized. There are men that are substituting money for their natural born characteristics of being a natural man, like yep. masculinity. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. So they substitute, man, I got money. I don't need I don't need carrots. But money, all money gonna do is track the wrong people if you yep. have lack of character. Yep. 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 And whenever adversity hits you, you don't know how to handle adversity no, because no. you have no character. No character, yep. Right? Yep. So and there's and that's why the dating world is so jacked up, because Men are dating women for their bodies, and women are dating men for their pockets. That's crazy. I've been out the game for a while, man. So that's, that, that, that's, that's, what that's what happened now. Right now. That's what happened now. I've been out the game, man. I did my wife. I did my wife. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? I mean that, but that's, that's, this is just what happened in the game right now, man. It's like men are dating women for their bodies, and women are dating. You know what's, you know what's funny? I, I believe that. So we're at, we're at my wife. See, we're, at, we're at dinner. We're at, we're at Maxwell Steakhouse, right? We're at Maxwell Steakhouse. Last week in DC, and we, we do our little date nights, man. Once a week, date night, man. I date her, she date me. We kept, kept, I hop in an Uber car and everything. Like we we do our thing, right? So it's a couple next to us. I'm saying we have Mastro, Mastro's minute. The tab is gonna be at least four or five bands, like for bills. I mean, like, it's, it's four hundred bucks, right? So I'm sitting there, they she she seems disinterested. Like I'm like, like man, we can't read. Really, they, they can hear us talk, right? So we text, we texting about them. <laughs> we texting about them, right? You see that, but but he don't like. She don't like him. She here. She he. It's because it's money. She's here for his money. And so I'm looking at that. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, man, she wants him for his money. Mm -hmm. I don't want, and, 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 and I'm looking at her like she probably wants him. And what you said right there, like, there's yeah, the thing where I'm like, that's probably what it is. Because there's so many people. There's a lot of women that have good bodies and lack character. There's a lot of men that got a lot of money but lack character. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. So just because, that's why I say most men need to focus on their purpose more than anything else because your purpose is what's going to generate the woman that you want to desire to help you man. build with you. Man, this topic is going a lot, a lot of good places. Right. But, I, but, I, but I want to give the, 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 the audience, right? Because if someone tunes in, like, hey, man, generational wealth, building wealth, like, how does someone get on the right, the right, the right path? To build a generation, but we obviously talked about okay, cool. It's a it's a mindset, it's a knowledge, it's a wisdom. But like, hey, I'm giving a scenario, right? Maybe someone like me and you, but maybe someone saying, man, man, you know, Braxton, I'm, I'm from the hood, I'm from poverty, uh, I'm Latino, I'm African American, I'm white, I'm I just I'm, I'm from I'm from a poverty mindset. How do I build generational wealth when I was not given to me? My grandfather didn't do it, my dad didn't do it. I'm starting from day one, zero, scratch. How do I build generational wealth? So if I had to tell someone that's from the hood how to build generational wealth, and I'm just pertaining to myself, mm -hmm. for one, I think one of the major key differences is go out and seek it, like seeking your find, right? And what I mean by that is when you're in, when when you want something, you'll go out and get it. You'll make a change for it. And I'm not saying that change isn't difficult. But I'm, change, say, but I'm, I'm hustling. I'm working. Yeah, I'm grinding. Yeah. I'm working double shifts. I'm an Amazon man working two shifts. I mean, then at this point, now you got to learn how to just reinvest your money, right? You got YouTube. You can learn how to do stocks, do real estate. 
You, you even learn real estate on YouTube, which is kind of crazy, even yeah. though they got real estate testing on there. But you can literally look on the internet because how easily accessible that is and then digest the information. I'm going to give you an example. I work a nine to five job, bro. I work at a warehouse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On the side, I do podcasting on the side. I remind you, I'm not making no money from doing this. Absolutely zip. Because I'm more focused on intent, uh, my the impact, the impact that I can give the people instead of the money that I can make from impact. Because you know the value you give to them will equal. Yeah, you're gonna naturally gather yeah. that. You're not chasing money. You're letting money chase you. Money yeah. chase people of value. But that takes Become time. Value. That takes time. Though. Yo, no, oh, of course, hundred percent, of course. It takes long term, a long term yeah. mindset. So it sounds like you're saying the approach to wealth can't be a finite, quick type of quick fix. It's, no, a, can't. it's a long term nah. approach. Get, get rich quick is get get broke quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. There is no there is no scamming way to earn money. If you if you earn the quickest, the quicker you gain money, is the quicker you're gonna lose it because you never work to gain it. So you sit here and win a lottery, right? You sit here and win one mil, and you lack the mindset to how to hold one mil. You're gonna blow a whole you want to blow a whole mil probably less than a week because you thinking you you want to hold the money, but you lack the information of how to be able to build, how to be able to retain it. Yep. And that's the one thing that society don't talk about. Is that the fact that we talk about accumulating wealth? We know we talking about creating wealth. We talking about accumulating it, but we don't talk about holding it, how to preserve it, how to help it grow, how to keep it. Takes knowledge, man. Yeah, knowledge, right? That's that's like one of the key aspects of building generational wealth. For one, it have you have to be exposed to knowledge, because I had to be exposed that way. But why? How I got exposed that way? Because I took a chance. I didn't know. I, I didn't know where it was going to go for me, right? Yeah. You yeah. have to, that's why I say you have to seek and find. Because I was seeking the information. My homie, he was like, yo, I don't know where this, where this joint going to go. You know, I don't yeah, want to you know, yeah, be a part yeah, of it. Yeah. So I took a gamble. I took a risk. And the riskiest thing is not to take a risk. Yeah. Braxton, it's not what you're saying. It's okay. One, it's got to be a long-term approach. It's not quick. It's not going to be quick. 100%. Uh, so you, you have to have the knowledge behind how to keep and retain the money you're building to build wealth. But also one thing I, that I've noticed is that man, the work, the oh, work, the work, work, the work. People, man, I work. I mean, you know, I work in the insurance industry, bro, right? So I come across agents left and right who come on board. And people don't want to work, man. I, I, I understand. Like, I, I'm a worker though. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a work. And, and you said it earlier about people come from third world countries. They come here. And they, they see work. opportunity. They work. They outwork us. And so. I think a, 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 big, a big part of that is, okay, cool, having the knowledge on how to keep it when you get it, but it's also getting it, oh, putting yeah. the grind in and working. Like, you working today. You mm -hmm. working. What time is we, we up here late? We, we working. Right, we that's working. fact. <laughs> right? I work on the clock and off the yeah, clock, and yeah. I'm still working. I'm yeah. not being clocked in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, it, it, like I said, just to rephrase up what you're saying, but yeah, it's, it's more so of applied work ethic, but don't work hard, work efficient. Yeah, yeah. Cause you can work hard at something and work sloppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't seek improvements as you work hard, then you won't be great at something. Reason why I say that because greats become great because they believe they're average. Man, hey, is this hard work? Working at McDonald's two shifts, back to back on your feet. That's hard work. That's hard work. But what you but doing? Is it, but is it efficient? <laughs> I, I know people. I'm, I'm here grinding, bro. I'm like, bro, like. But what are you? But what are you, the thing what is, are you doing, bro? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding, and I sit down for client. Hard work I, works. I, 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 I made five bands in like two hours. Hard work works. <laughs> what is you? Is 
The reason why hard work is considered hard work because it gives you results. Hard work works. What are you doing from that hard work? In the right capacity. In the right capacity. Yeah, it works. Right you know what capacity. I'm saying? So there's a lot of people that work hard at their jobs, right? They working off a of borrowed time. Someone else is borrowing your time. So, so going back to your, your boy, uh, you, you, you mentioned earlier, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, right? Cash flow quadrant. So, talking about working hard, getting money, to get money to build wealth. I, so, didn't, I didn't even read Cash Flow Quadrant. I got the book, but I didn't even read it. Man, so, so <laughs> it, you, you, you mentioned it right now, because the knowledge is in you, right? the wisdom's already in you. E-Quadrant, e I'm an employee, I'm trading time for dollars. This is what you just stated right here, right? So, we, at some point in time, it's going to be extremely hard to ever build wealth here in America being an employee. I'm sorry, like, ah, that's facts. Unless Before. you're like the top, top 1%, 1% C-level executives for a Fortune 500 company, most people aren't going to reach that level ever in their life. Oh, if they're yeah. lucky, if they're that's lucky, facts. we're in the DMV, they go get contracted. Maybe you make 150 a year, 125 a year if you're lucky. You can you can work towards building wealth, making 100 k a year. Sometimes some time, man. But that's not a bad thing. So it'll, it'll be a 60 year, 60, 30, 40 years. The, the, the longer the work, the longer the success. Yep. The longer you work for something, the longer it lasts. Yep. The quicker you work for something, the quicker you get it, the quicker it leaves. Yep. So when you, when you understand, once again, rephrasing back what I was saying earlier, once when you understand the concept of, I'm not going to work for money, I'm going to have money work for me. Mm -hmm. You got to change your time. We got Number one thing, I feel like there are five concepts or four concepts I believe people need to go about changing, you know, they add the aspect of what they think about wealth, right? They change their relationship with time, they change their relationship with money, they change their relationship with problems, and they change their relationship with self. Mm. When you learn self-mastery, you it'll tie in with all three. Yeah, when you yeah, when you work on self-mastery, the money don't dictate who you are. The problems don't dictate where you're going. Mm -hmm. And the, the time you spent, you'll be using it more valuably yeah, yeah. towards yourself to creating more you, wealth. You value time. Right? You so value you value time. time. So really, self comes before all that. Yep. Right? Yep. And when we're talking about problems, adversity is always opportunity. Adversity is always opportunity. A lot of times, the hardest conversation we have is conversation with self. When you confronting you, that hurts. Yep. Yep. Don't get me wrong, it hurts when, when say if I'm doing something wrong, you confront me when I'm wrong. Yeah. But when you confront yourself that what yep. you're doing wrong is Relaxing. wrong. Most I literally did this last night. I'm gonna be 100. Yeah. I did this last night. I sat down in my bed and this is where it comes with taking out all distractions. I turned off the NBA game. I put my phone on DND. I laid in my bed. I took my other iPhone 8 out on the, out on the bed. I recorded myself literally asking questions of questioning myself, right? Yeah. And I asked myself, okay, to get the knit and grit of your actual essence mm -hmm. is to ask every question with a why. Because why don't have a definite solid answer. And why always that you could believe. Why? Why? You know how little kids when they always say why? Why? It, it forces the Why? it forces the parent to really have, really have, think. have a valid answer to think. Yeah, really think. So you gotta you gotta look at yourself in this in the same aspect of if you don't know what you do, if you don't know who you are, ask yourself what is the ideal, what is my ideal success? Yeah. Yeah. Where do I see most, myself? Most people aren't gonna ever do that. I mean, think about it. let's keep it real, bro. Every everybody not made to be a millionaire. Everybody don't need to be a millionaire. Some people are built to just play their role. We need teachers. We need consumers in order to have producers. We need, we need people, we need teachers. Uh, man, I, sometimes I, I, man, I got a guilty pleasure. The guys know here. 
I like going to McDonald's sometimes, man, and getting a quarter pounder. I mean, yo, 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 yo. I sneak in the back, yeah, and I come in here, man, Tracy, uh, but I need somebody to, 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 to make my quarter pounder for me, and they're, not, they're never going to be a millionaire. Oh, that's, that's fact. I was understanding that that, that that opportunity for that person, that tiny, it provides something for the family. Like, I never knocked my job. I used to work at Apple. I never knocked Apple. When I was an employee. While I was an employee, they gave me a check every two weeks. I took care of my family. I bought groceries with it. I would appreciate the opportunity to work for somebody. But then I think at some point in time, you got to say, hey, man. You, like, you, like, can like, I, can, like can they, what they doing, can I do it myself? Well, what's it, it going to require me? It's going to require self-reflection. And self-assessment say, okay, cool. How do I got to get better as a person to go from the E quadrant to the S quadrant, self-employed, and then from self-employed to create systems, to scale a business, to go into the business quadrant, to be a business owner, and then from the business owner to investor, mm. to go to investor, mm. and that's what this business is all about. Like, I, I, you can follow Elon Musk's story. Employee, boom, self-employed, PayPal, builds PayPal up to become a business owner, boom, boom, opens up SpaceX, Tesla, boom, now he's an investor. Because I mean, Twitter. Every, every business owner was once a worker. You can't be a, for one, I don't even look at being a boss a thing. I look at being a leader a thing because a leader teaches his workers. Oh, matter of fact, he don't even look at, at his workers as workers. He look at his, at his workers as a, or companions or mm -hmm. partnerships, right? He look mm -hmm. at it, he see it as partnerships. That's the difference between a leader and a boss. A boss looks at workers as workers, right? Yep. He look at individuals as just working. They all work under me. I give orders. A leader teaches people how to become a leader. That's the difference. The job system, they not going to teach you how to become a leader. Yep. They only teach you how to become more of a worker. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're not a good worker unless you do as I say, not like just do everything as I say. If I tell you do it this way, you do it this way, and boom, you get employed of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the nine to five system don't create leaders, it creates followers. But a lot of people don't want to hear the harsh truth of that because of the fact that, man, I, I went to school and I yeah, did man, this. Can you say that right now? I'm watching this right now. If I'm watching this and I'm, I'm at an they job, feel like, I'm feeling a little bit. But it's a sharp truth of it because of the fact that the matter is that's there are different ways to teach children. You're living in an educational system that's putting all those children in that one way of learning. Every children, every child learns obviously, differently. Obviously, yeah. You get that same child that got ADHD making millions of dollars, but those A plus B plus students Bro. working under that child that got ADHD. I'm a, I'm a college dropout. I could not get past college algebra. Like numbers and math, I hated it. But it was the way it was being taught. I, now I love numbers. Man, I can like, I can take scale of numbers, man, annuities, boom, the percentage, carry the one discipline, oh, I, the, I'm dealing with, like Chris, people say here, Chris, you're, you're a numbers guy, you go with numbers. I'm like, I'm a numbers guy? I'm the guy who failed college out of three times. I would never think someone would call me a numbers guy. But um, the, way, the way I'm learning about numbers now is associated with money and, and me building wealth and, okay, this annuity for my kids is going to compound over years that I can carry the death. But the, the challenge is, like, I'll, I'll learn differently. I don't learn in a class right. when I'm a book. 100%. Just linear, linear equations, bro. I don't want to do linear equations, bro. Like, I'm just, no. Like, who? Like, I don't want to do like, this. What am I doing this? I don't want to do this, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm dumb because of this? I'm dumb, huh? I can't get a degree here. Cool. That's facts. You know See what you later, man. Just because you were just because you were D and F student doesn't mean you're a bad student. Yeah. It's just your teacher who's teaching you doesn't know yeah. your ways and concepts. I know cats with MBAs, man. I will run circles around them. Some people are. Some people are. You know. Um, I know it's just multiple ways of learning. Some people are uh, 
Damn, I can't even. I can do it's that. different ways, man. I can yeah, do it's different ways. Right. There's yeah. many different ways. Hey, I know the word. On, visual, visually Spa- uh, touchy. Spatial, auditorial, athletically smart, whatever it's a word they got for yeah. that. So it's just different ways of helping people learn. And then when they're trying to put everybody in this, in this box, they're trying to create robots. Yeah. Right? You do this at this time, you do this at this time, you do this at this time. And when you go into a, a classroom and you solve a math problem, remind you, math has everything to do with logic. Don't care how the way you do it. It's logic, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Your teacher could tell you, solve this math problem for me, right? And you solve it a different way and get a, the same answer, yeah. they're gonna say you wrong because you didn't follow what common, they common, told you. Com- common core math now, right? Common core math. It, 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 you get graded based off how you Show solve. your work. You be like, I don't know how to show my work because I show my work. I showed you the logical reason on me how, how, yeah. how I got my answer. Yep. Yep. I didn't show you the, because I didn't show you the, I didn't show you my reason. I didn't show you the reasoning of how I got my answer of how you got your answer. Yeah. I didn't follow the core instructions of how you wanted me to do yep. it. Yep. The creative create solutions. Yep. When you're going into this college and you're going into this educational system, it's taking your natural ability to be a creative thinker. Yep. The original thinker creates. Yep. The traditional thinker, the abstract thinker, thinks from instructions that are being followed. Yep. Yep. So when people understand that concept, and like I said, people gonna get offended, but it's the truth of it. Yeah, but then, but then I don't think everyone's designed to. Yeah, I, I think I, I, in, in the life cycles of a business, right? You have a, you have a, you have a, you have a, you have a profit, visionary, a profit that says, "Hey, man, I have, a, I have a, I have a, I have a prophecy that we can build a, build a product that can do this here. It can have a touch screen one day. It can be ten inches big. We can call it the iPad." Okay, Steve Wozniak. Okay. Okay. You <laughs> but then you got the prophet, right? Who does that? Then you gotta have someone who comes in and says, "Hey, I'm gonna be a barbarian." Who's that? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is not the. Like, Steve Jobs comes in and says, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be the barbarian, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the guy, that, and I'm the visionary." Makes these things happen. There's a prophet. There's a visionary. But, but I think in, in business in general too, at the life cycle of a business, at the very end, right? Is a book called um, "Barbarians and Bureaucrats." Bureaucrats I got that on my right? list. At the end, though. Who comes in is the, is the bureaucrats and the aristocrats and the guys who didn't, they weren't the prophet, they weren't the visionary of a business here. And I think, man, as you as kind of like wrap this up, right, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to kind of give us your final thoughts. When it comes to building wealth, obviously we, we've given some steps on how to, how, to, how to go about doing it, right? At the end of the day, it's a mindset. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a decision. It's, you have to be intentional. We both came, came up from the hood. Uh, our parents don't know what we know. Our parents made a choice not to seek the wisdom and knowledge at that time in their day. Because people build wealth in the 80s, in the 70s, in the 60s. They found a way to do it. I don't know how they, they found a way to do it. Now, today's age is different. We got YouTube, social media. But there are people who have access to YouTube that do it for the wrong, go on and leave the wrong, do it for the wrong reason. There's people who are on IG looking at reels, looking at girls twerking. That's the, that's the purpose of IG for them. And I'm, 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 I used to be one. I used to be one of them. I'm just being real, right? And these guys were like, "Man, this is a this is a tool." I, I told Trey all the time, "Man, IG is my money maker. It's a, it is a business tool for me. Like, man, sixty five percent of my business has been built through social media and Instagram. It's a tool for me, right? So I think when in approaching wealth, man, regardless of where you're at, I believe, man. In, in conclusion, for me and my final thoughts, I'm getting you know, is that. When you you gotta be, you gotta be ready to apply, apply work to what you gotta do. Like you said, long term, a long term, long term mindset to it, right? 
Two, you got to alliance with the right people. You, you you keep saying it, man. Like, who's your circle? You, you got around some people, man, who are all about about, about bringing value to themselves, right? And, and then from there, bring value to yourself because if you bring value, if you increase your value, you attract value. That value can be fiat. It can be the right people. It can be money. It can be contracts, opportunities. That's how you build wealth. And then from there, but the knowledge behind how to keep it. Because I can give you a, a million dollars today, man. If you didn't, one, if you didn't work for it and earn it, you don't value it, man. I didn't value money when I didn't work for it. I work, bro, I work hard for my money. I'm not to get off topic, but like, now I'm like looking at taxes differently. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Now I understand when you broke, you don't care about taxes. You ain't, you ain't work for nothing. And then, <laughs> hey, and then you, nice. you, you grinding, and like, you want, <coughs> you want how much, Mr. Government? That's you want right. half? You want half my money? Wait, was you with me while I was in the trenches building this thing up? Doubtful, like working hard, no contracts, no one want to do business with me. That's facts. And now, now I got some success. You come, hey, good job, man, working so hard those years. If you want to increase your tax bracket now and, and charge you, so so not to get all sorts of that, right? No, but but no. Then, like you have to have the, the the grit of building something to appreciate it. And I think at the end of the day, man, I think the biggest thing you said though was the mindset. Value at being on the right people, man. Because I always say this here: I say, man, if you want to build income, want to build wealth, it's, it's based off the people you hang around, the things you consume, books you read, what do you watch, right? Yeah. And, and 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 the events you go to, investing into yourself, man. Going to conferences, going to events where you learn, um, buying you buying buying certain 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 catalogs and books, just consuming knowledge and information. When you do that, you apply it. I believe anybody in America today, starting from scratch, can build wealth. That's facts. That's facts. There's a question I want to ask you. So, so just say if a person was placed in a predicament where as though they don't have that necessary circle, how do they go about finding that circle? That's, that's just as important because sometimes some people, right, and it's just me, sometimes... And I ain't gonna say this is for my clique, for specific. Yeah. You know, they good. They all good. You know, good people. They all entrepreneurs. They all doing something in their life. But sometimes your clique can't offer the information that you need. One hundred percent. So, for me personally, I digest podcasts be so I can feed myself that type of information yep. Yep. that my clique can't give me. Yep. So how do you, how do a person or an entrepreneur, someone who's striving to be better, go about? Finding that clique or that that group or the or those individuals like mine like themselves. Yeah. Because finding those group of entrepreneurs is kinda difficult. It's not it's not as easy. Yeah, I think about it, I think it is easy. The thing about this, like you tell me so so if I'm this person, if I want to grow in a subject, say I want to grow on my spiritual walk, man, look for a church. Mm-hmm. Go on Instagram, go on YouTube, Google a church, top 10 churches, yup, top 10 churches. Visit these top 10 churches over the course of 10 weeks to, to the church. Oh, I'm in a church now, but I need to grow spiritually. I want to grow spiritually. Now I got to apply some work here. Join a small group. Join, 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 be around people. Be, there, there are people in almost every category in life that, that genuinely don't want to mind pouring into you, want to mind befriending you. But we are like, oh, it's so hard to grow spiritually. What are you, what are you talking about? I mean, churches are in the DMV, though. Uh, people who want my, if, if you want to grow spiritually, I want to learn more about money. Okay, cool. I, I, the, the, you know what I mean? I, I'm, that's, 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 goal, that's goal, personal development. 
I think the best tool, the best group to learn personal development is network marketing. Man, I don't care if you're selling mm. Zuzus and Wham Wham, you selling, you selling toothpaste, <laughs> you selling, you selling, network, you selling skincare, you, you selling protein That's shakes. Facts, man. Every network marketing I've been a part of, all they talk about is personal development, growing, and read these books, and read this, and grow here, and everybody's happy, everybody's smiling, everybody's like, it's a, it's a, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's a pyramid scheme, it's a, it's a cult. Wait, 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 but time out. If this cult. This culture and this cult is forcing me to want to grow, level up, read books, go to conferences to, to see a Grant Cardone, to see uh, to see a Eric Thomas. These people can bring value to my life, bro. I swear, yo, you literally do, just said, bro. Go do network marketing for three years and get out. Facts. I'm real talk. I'm, I'm telling people, go do network marketing for three years, fail miserably, fail. Don't make no money. Don't make any money. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, don't, I, don't know this, I know this institution called college where I go for four years and I put a lot of money into it. I what make skill? no money and I get out and what do I have? What skill? But if you're in network marketing four years, failing forward, growing, developing around positive people who are going to pour into you and you have this system where this person you come into, you sell protein shakes, he gets a little override from protein shakes, so he has an incentive to help you develop and grow because if you grow, he makes more money. So unlike your professor, doesn't really care. For four years, you do that. You get out in four years. Everyone I've met who's been in network marketing for at least four years, when I talk to them, the way they speak, their conviction, their minds, the books they read, they're, they're, they're brilliant people. Every single time. Woo. That's see, and, that, and that's a whole another thing right there, because I believe that books is the key, is the blueprint to success because of the fact that a man, when a man dies, he done lived a hundred lives because of the fact that he read over a hundred books. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun, man. So the minute he dies, he done lived through all those experiences, right? Yep. And so when you digest those experiences, you may not experience it now, yep. but you might realize that five years later, yo, he literally talked about this, about this in his book. Yep. So why would I be a smart man and learn from my own experience when I could be a wise man and learn from someone else's experience. That's, that's King Solomon right there talking. That's what King. That's what like, King why would I do that? Why would I self-sabotage myself for several years yeah. of of mistakes? And if I could just reduce those mis those mistakes to maybe one or two. Think about think about marriage. Over fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. So if I go into marriage knowing that there's a fifty percent chance this thing will end in divorce, this is not good for me financially. This is not good for me socially. Not good for my family. <laughs> I should probably read books on marriage to prevent this from happening. But how many husbands and wives read books on marriage? Somebody F this thing up and got divorced four times. I don't want four divorces, man. So I'm going to learn from his mistakes, read the books about love and marriage, love and respect, all these things, and work on becoming a better husband. Oh, somebody's raised girls before. They messed up. Daddy problems, daddy issues. Now the girls are, are promiscuous in the streets at age 16, 17, 18. So how about I read some books on how to raise young girls so I don't make that same Dog, mistake? They literally got a book on how to read books. Like, bruh, like, come on, bruh. You get a you have a book that teach you how to read books. Like, there's literally a book for everything. But guess what I love that? I was in network marketing. Apple, oh, that's like my group that I was in. That was network marketing technically. Apple never told me to read books. Circuit City never said read books. 24 Hour Fitness never said read books. Worked at Tech Systems, they never said read books. 
I got started with a company that had a network marketing, network marketing model. They said, Chris, read books. Why? Because if you read books, you bring value to yourself. You attract value. You can lead people better. Lead mm. people better. Why well, gotta lead people better? Because yeah. in this business mm. model, you get paid to be leaders. So you, go, you tell me I gotta be a good leader to make money here? Yeah. Does that help me anywhere else in life? I think it does. I think it does. I think it does. But, but, but Robert Kiyosaki endorses network marketing. Right? Um, um, uh, Grant Cardone endorses network marketing. Um, John C. Maxwell, most renowned person on leadership in this world, endorses network marketing. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, guys, I'm not even like, I, I run an insurance agency. Like, I'm not even doing, I don't, I don't, I don't sell protein shakes, man. I don't sell toothpaste or toilet paper, man. Do your thing. Like, do you, I, don't sell, <laughs> I don't sell skin cream care and all that kind of stuff. But what, what I would say is that, man, Find a, a model or something, man, a group you were a part of, man, a mastermind where it's an incentive for people to encourage you to grow, to read, to develop, man. Because, man, like you said before, if you took all my money today, all my wealth today for me, bro, I'm not tripping because of what I got up here. That's bad. That's a bad. get it back like that. I think um, Henry Ford <coughs> said if you, if, you took, if you took all his wealth away, he was an interview. At that time, he was the richest man in the world. He took all his wealth away. He said, I'll have it back in five years. Because he has the knowledge. He has the yeah, knowledge. Five years, I have it back. And think about it this way, right? And then a lot of people, they like to go by, like, I'd rather go through experience and then instead of just reading a book. Okay, think about a math problem, right? You can't solve a math problem without having the information to solve it. Yeah. I read, you I, live. I experience. That's like saying, hey, hey, man, I'm going from, I need to get from here to Philly. Uh, well, I, I, got, I, I can get you ways. No, 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 no. I'd rather <coughs> mess up and get lost. Why? Wow. I'd rather just find my way to let, let God take the wheel. Yeah. Like, bro, like, if you can get there sooner. Jesus, take the wheel. Me, why not? We, we, yeah, we have. Don't get me wrong. We, I love Jesus, take the wheel. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to information, how to be able to get through problems and solve problems, you need that information. You need that knowledge and that intellect. Wisdom cures karma. Yeah. The minute you become wise at something, all wisdom is, is just knowledge and information before you even get to the situation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good common knowledge. Common sense. A lot of people don't have that. That's what my podcast should be named. Common yeah. sense. Because yeah. a lot of people don't have it. Yeah. it and, and, and even if someone, if a, if a lot of people did have it, they aren't even tapped into that common sense side of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They aren't tapped into that intellectual side. Yeah. I feel like we all have that godly intellect to know what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, what's poisonous, and what's not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's just that's just the that's just the common intellect of energy, and the reason why a lot of people ooh this is about to be a tough one. It just kept popped in my head. Yeah. And the reason why a lot of people stuck at these nine to five jobs because the because you know that the mind, body, and spirit is all aligned, right? Mm -hmm. Your spirit feels the energy of the environment. Your body feels it, and then your mind processes it later. Mm -hmm. So the minute you feel like you don't, if you go on slumming to work, your body is literally telling you you don't belong there. You don't want to be there. So your, your actions speak whether or not you want to be in that environment or not. Your actions will speak for you. And when people aren't, spiritually conscious or conscious of themselves, they catch themselves drifting in jobs that no longer is useful for them. Yep. 
I think I think me and Trey was Trey said the other day we were in Memphis. He was like, do you even know? Like, do you have the same connection to days of the week anymore? Like, it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I'm like, like nah. Like, I could back in my job, my working days, like, I knew Saturday, Friday, Friday was like, it's Friday. The last day of work. Going to Saturday. I look forward to Saturday because I can relax. I'm off. I got a little freedom. Love Saturday. Man, Sunday was cool in the morning. Sunday afternoon. It was dreadful because you're thinking about that job, that job, bro. And now it's like, man, my Sunday, Monday, it, it, it all blends. My Sunday can be a Tuesday, my Friday can be a Monday. I'm flying out on Friday. We do we do our day nights on Fridays, right? But I'm flying out of town Friday. This one, I move my day night to Thursday night. No bosses tell me I can't do that. Okay, I, I I pick my schedule. I control my calendar and what I do, right? And I, I think I think I think in wealth. Wealth has been, and you gotta get to a point in life. Like, it, 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 the nuggets here, man, man, perhaps in closing thoughts, man. Talk to them about, man. Like, so closing thoughts. Like, closing thoughts on this. Uh, uh, we got a lot today. <laughs> right. That's just a lot. I feel like a lot more I can go to. But my final, my final closing thoughts. My final thoughts on everything, man, I feel as though, you know, first, connect with yourself spiritually before you connect things physically. First, know who you are. Know what you want to do. What do you visualize? Visual, visualization is something that comes from the spirit. Your spirit sees the vision that is possible. And when you listen to that vision, that vision comes from the spirit and is letting you know that this is possible. I need you to have that sense of urgency and go chase it. So before you even think about mindset, before you even think about wealth, think about how well you can manage your spirit. How can you be spiritually wealthy? Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, it, it goes deep, it goes in depth into that type of scenario and understanding the laws of the universe. We always talk about law of attraction, but we don't talk about law of execution, law of sacrifice, law of change. Yeah. Law of exchange is what are you willing to sacrifice to get the things that you want and desire? Everything comes with a heavy price, mm. whether it's friends, whether it's family. Some family could get cut off, too, if they say toxic, if they don't apply to what your wealth is, they, they got to get cut. If they don't apply to my vision, they're going to have to go because no one in this world is, there's, it's no one's job to see your vision but you. Don't leave your happiness, your vision in someone else's hands because when someone else has criticized your vision, your vision only becomes a thought. Man, guys, it was a special day here hanging out with Paxton Green here, man. Um, if you got value from today's video, man, it was so many nuggets dropped, man. Um, comment in the comment section below your, your favorite part of, the, yes, of, of, this, of this conversation right here, man. Um, and again, man, where can they follow you at? Instagram, social man, media? Man, you can follow me on Instagram, man. My Instagram is the Unknown Minds Pod. pod. Ooh, my bad. P-O-D. Pod. The Unknown Minds Pod. The T-H-E. I don't know, U N K N O W N. I almost forgot for a second. I went through a brain fog for a second. Podcast, P O D. You know what I'm talking about? So, same thing goes with my Apple. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, any podcasting platform, including YouTube. So, in Braxton, y'all, man, I'm not to put you on blast, man, but Braxton, man, 23 years old? How old are you? 23, man. 23 years old, man. The mindset, man. So, you're a Gen Z. Yeah. Were you born after 96? I was, yeah, 98. So Gen Z here, I'm a, I'm a millennial. You're a Gen Z. And I'll tell you, the, the, your generation, man, blows me away. Cause I thought we had, as a millennial, I thought we were the, we were the ish, man. Millennials, man, we 
forward thinking, man, entrepreneurial. Your generation, man, I think it's taking the torch that's passed down to you guys from, from millennials, man, and next level, man. I can't wait to see, like, where you guys are at in your 30s and 40s, man, in, in industry and just, and just in, in entrepreneurship and mindset because you guys are really tapping into the information. And like you said, man, everything is out there to grab and assess. And now it's just man, applying it, man. And I think it's really your generation is showing proof that it's breaking down boundaries of color lines and, and generational curses and things that are happening because now it's like, hey, it is clearly a level playing field in America today than ever been before. And I'm excited about it, man. So, y'all, like I said, y'all value guys, comment in the comments below, man. Y'all know me, sold out serving on Instagram, man. Uh, subscribe to the channel here, guys, man. Looking, looking forward to doing more interviews, guys, in the near future. Until next time, God bless. See ya.